This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Equity Mind! I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is you Welcome to another episode of Equity Mates, a podcast where we help you learn to invest in roughly 20 minutes or less. We break down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name's Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going, bro? Very good, Bryce. Much better for you being back and doing that intro. Did, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I tried to replicate it last episode, but I'm sure our listeners would think I didn't do it justice. <laughs> you know what? I haven't actually listened to it. I was, I'm, I'm going to be doing that this afternoon, putting up some socials about that episode because it's uh, with Julia Lee. So I'll, I'll give it a listen. I haven't yeah. heard how you went. First one ever. Yeah, well, at least first one with that whole uh, the whole spiel. I think with I did the, the, the second part of the Warren Buffett one as well. Yeah, nice. Oh, yeah, true, true. Yeah, anyway. Wow. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Mate, I, uh, I'm I coming to your job. I'd be out of a job. job if it was good. Holy yeah. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ren, today's episode, by the time we release this, we will know the result of the election. We will. You're actually on the campaign trail right now. Yes. Campaigning for the Equity Mates yeah, political party. party. <laughs> uh, closely affiliated with the Palmer United Party. We're trying to well, tap into that $80 million spend that he's got going. Well, hang on, look. No, a lot of listeners believe every word you say, so don't listen to what he's saying. This is all true, lies. True. I, I am on the campaign trail. I'm campaigning for an independent and hoping to see a little bit of a shake-up in whichever seat I'm campaigning in. Yeah. But still got time for equity mates. Always got time for equity mates. Always. So uh, taking a bit of a break from the road to talk what this election will mean for stocks because that's that's really what what we all care about that's right we don't care about independence we don't care about your campaign trail we care about stocks no we do care about your campaign trail really interesting time for you spend a week up there so this episode as you said ran all about what the election can mean for particular stocks or industries we've both chosen two stocks that will have some sort of impact on them due to the election we think there's a couple of nervous CEOs out there hoping one side or the other wins because it will very much affect the way that they can run their business over the next, well, at least three years that, you know, the next government's in power. So we want to do a little bit of a deep dive into 
two companies each. And so, you know, hopefully it helps people think about the way their investments will perform given some of these policies mm-hmm. that are coming in. So by no means is this a reflection of either of our political views, but <laughs> well, by the time we do this, the election will be announced. So whatever we could be saying could, I guess it'll either be potential or not at all. So let's get started, Ren. Yeah. So do you want to uh, kick us off or do you want me to go? I'll, I'll kick it off, start with the weak and then end with the strong. Health, Ren, is um, yes. very important for us. <laughs> it's good to be healthy. <laughs> yeah, mate, so far you're doing, the, you're very strong. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, was just doing a bit of research in terms of what impact a Labor government will have on both the public healthcare sector and the private healthcare sector because they have some policies that will impact both. So if the Labor government win, they are going to be spending a fair bit more on public healthcare. And that will mean a, I would assume, a reasonably positive outcome and hopefully a rising share price for two companies, Helios, which is HLS, and Sonic Healthcare, SHL. And they are both GP and pathology providers in the healthcare system and will really benefit from Labor government if they get in due to loosening of Medicare rebates and increased spending in that area. But on the flip side, Ren, is your private healthcare stocks. And they're probably going to have a negative impact if the Labor government gets in because uh, they've proposed to cap the healthcare insurance premiums. And obviously, that is a considerable impact on the private healthcare sector and their revenue growth. And so that's going to impact your big ones such as Medicare, NIB, Ramsey and also HealthScope. So they'll probably all face uh, slowing revenue growth if uh, the Labor government was to come in. So two conflicting sort of private versus public, that's what I sort of think an imp- the Labor government will have uh, impact on the healthcare system. Any comments? No, I think it's a good one. We doubled up a bit. So I'll do my two separately, but um, there's just, just to build on what you said. So you talked about medical imaging companies or pathology companies. Labor announced $2.3 billion in their, their cancer plan. And one of the big things was to subsidize diagnostic scans. A company that jumped up on that news is Integral Diagnostics, ASX code IDX, uh, which is now trading at a record high. And you would expect them to uh, jump even higher if Labor win over the weekend, just because health insurers and patients were having to pay out of pocket will now be paid by the government. And to just build on what you were saying about health insurers, so this is the flip side, this is a company that's probably hoping that Labor don't win, is so Labor's plan is to cap the premium rises for private health insurance at 2% per year over the next two years. And so that's going to hurt, as you said, who was the private health insurer that you said? Uh, Medibank, NIB, Ramsey, HealthScope. Yes, yes. So Medibank Private in particular, ASX MPL, they've seen a five-fold increase in in short positions in their company. Now, it's only 2.5% of the shares available, so it's not a massive short position in the company, but the five-fold increase, you know, is indicative that people are thinking, you know, there's there might be some concern there. And the chief executive of Medibank has actually come out and said he thinks that 50% of the private health insurance industry in Australia will be forced into underwriting loss, uh, in, into underwriting losses. So essentially, because they can't write, raise premiums as much as healthcare costs are rising, because that's capped by the government, but the healthcare costs won't be capped, so their private health insurers are going to have to wear those, that 
it could mean private health insurers can't underwrite to their normal standards and they might actually be making a loss in their underwriting divisions. Wow. So, yeah, they're probably hoping ScoMo uh, gets up on the weekend. Yeah, I'm sure they are. So a couple of buying opportunities there, I guess, if you're uh, lucky enough to get in maybe today on Friday uh, when we're recording this. So the the important thing to keep in mind is that if you're listening to this on Monday and markets have opened, a lot of the effect of the election probably will be priced in pretty early. Yeah. Unless it's a hung parliament and the independents are still deciding, then there's probably some uncertainty. But, you know, for example, integral diagnostics that we talked about with the cancer package, you would expect them to jump up if Labor win Monday morning, really, because right now they jumped up, but there's still there'll be still price for uncertainty given we're not sure who's going to win. Once Labor win, that uncertainty's gone, and then you can re-rate the, the share price. Yeah, nice. All right, so do you want to then go on to your first? Yeah, all right, I'll go on to one. So the childcare sector, that's had a big focus from Bill Shorten and the Labor team, and there's probably two key policies that they've promised. One is a higher childcare subsidies from the government to get more people, in, their kids into childcare. And two, they've promised wage increases for childcare workers. So there's a number of childcare companies that are going to get affected by these two policies. The biggest one in the market, G8 Education, ASX code GEM, runs about 500 centres. Another couple of companies in that sector that you could look at Think Childcare, ASX code TNK, Mayfield Childcare, ASX code MFD, and Childcare Centres Australia, ASX code CDC1. So the the policies, they you would think that, that maybe they offset. The government's giving people more money to get their kids into childcare, but childcare workers are going to get paid more. So one good, one bad for the childcare sector, you would think. But if you dig into the policies... The subsidies given to people to get their kids into childcare will increase demand for childcare services, which will be good for the childcare providers. The increase in wages, the childcare providers aren't actually going to have to cover themselves. The government are going to cover it on behalf of the childcare workers. So essentially what it means is that these companies get the benefit of the government throwing money into the sector with more demand coming in. But then in terms of paying their workers more, they don't actually have to do that. The government starts paying part of their workers' wage. So that's probably a win-win for these the companies in this sector. And you can see it in their share price. G8 Education rose about 3% on Labor's announcement and Think Childcare rose about 4% on the news as well. The other, the other thing which you, we, we might be able to see is if demand really outstrips supply, these childcare operators will be able to jack up their fees and because the government are subsidising more of the childcare cost, the government will help cover that increase in fees. And the Labor Party have said they'll just get the ACCC to investigate. So, you know, potentially the ACCC will be able to hold these companies to account, but more likely it'll be difficult to investigate. These companies will benefit from the increased demand, will benefit from not having to cover the full cost of all their workers and they'll probably be pretty happy if Bill Shorten wins over the weekend. Yeah, nice. I used to own TNK, I think. Mm. Yeah, didn't really go anywhere for a while, to be honest. You just needed to wait for that government to change. I know, damn it. I had it yeah. bought it years ago though, 10, nah, maybe eight years ago. Anyway, okay, well, I've nothing to add to that, Ren. You covered that pretty well. 
So okay. I'll move on to my second. So I've got two stocks for this one, but they fall under the, the same sort of theme. And that is the retiree tax, or so it's been dubbed by the Liberal Party, and that is <laughs> Labor's plan to remove cash refunds for franking credits for anyone yep. who doesn't receive a government pension or allowance. So essentially, for those that aren't, aren't sure of what that actually means, ASX-listed companies, they pay a franc's dividend to shareholders, and that is a dividend with essentially a, a tax credit that comes with it. So it essentially means the, the company has uh, paid the tax on your behalf. The reason that this is an issue for retirees, though, is that fully franc dividends are valuable to retirees because of that tax credit and they are then claimed back as cash at tax time and retirees with a 0% tax rate in their account based on the pension or you know because they're retired can receive a very handy cash payment due to these franked dividends so there is an issue with that ren and that is that if labor come in and remove this a lot of retirees are going to be falling short uh, when it comes to their annual income. And because a lot of retirees use SMSF or self-managed super funds, what I think this is going to do is change the way that these retirees start investing or continue to invest their money. And I think that they are still going to be looking for income generating investments because they obviously aren't necessarily looking for capital growth. They need money to survive from their self-managed super funds. Just to put some stats behind it, there are about 120,000 self-managed super funds at the moment that have ETFs in them. And I think that is where you're going to see a lot of money move towards, particularly overseas. And there's a couple of ETFs that I've pulled out that you can buy on the ASX. And these are both beta shares. One's called the Global Income Leaders ETF, INCM. And the other is a S&P 500 Yield Maximizer Fund. UMAX. And whilst these won't have the tax advantage, they are still an option to replace the lost income from this tax credit. And what these do is track an index comprising of 100 high-yielding global companies, ex-Australia, that are screened for dividend sustainability. So 100 companies from around the world, and then the S&P 500 is an index that tracks companies in the 500 that, that give a high dividend yield. So I wouldn't be surprised if BetaShares sees an influx into a couple of those ETFs and also fixed income in Australian bonds. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, it's interesting. I think another effect of Labor's proposed franking credit changes is the effect on real estate investment trust. And this one probably hasn't been discussed much, but we've seen real, the Australia's five biggest REITs have gained a third more than the broader market since the start of the year. And now part of the reason for that is REITs, uh, real estate investment trusts, they're trusts, not companies, they can't pay fr franking credits. Only companies can. And so what's happened is for retirees that no longer will get those the benefits of those franking credits, these REITs all of a sudden get re-rated in terms of their yield because you can no longer take into account the franking credits because you're not getting a refund. So what we've seen is that these investment trusts are doing better because there's more interest in them now because franking credits were a sizable part of the benefit of owning some of these companies for these retirees that were getting cash refunds. So that's a long way of saying I think another effect we will continue to see is some of these alternative investment vehicles, like you were saying, that can't pay franking credits, like REITs, doing quite well. Yeah. 
Okay, so Ren, your final stock, what do you got? So my final one, now look, there, there is a notable, uh, notable runner-up that I just want to quickly mention is that um, one that we might see, <laughs> uh, one that we, we might see that will surprise some people is property developers who develop new homes might actually do quite well under Labor's negative gearing changes because if negative gearing is quarantined to only new homes, then investor demand will uh, likely shift to the new homes because they'll still want the benefit of negative gearing. So you might see property developers that develop big new home estates, companies like Stockland, ASX Code, SGP might do quite well. But my last one is dentistry. As an industry, is probably got their fingers crossed for a Labor government. These are companies like Pacific Smiles, ASX Code, PSQ and 1300 Smiles, ASX Code, ONT, and that's because Labor have pledged $2.5 billion for dentistry for seniors. So that should drive massive demand in through the doors of dentists because, you know, seniors, um, and especially it's for pensioners, so people who probably don't have the disposable income to regularly get to the dentist. And if you think about it, the dentist probably falls away a lot quicker than your GP or some of the other specialists that you're going to in terms of prioritising your spend. But if the government's covering that spend, you would get a lot more foot traffic and so expect to see the dentist stocks do all right under a shortened government. Well, at least if they don't do all right, it won't be because of foot traffic because you would expect that to have a notable uptick. Actually, all the stocks we've spoken about today are the result of positive or negative of a Labor government winning. Yeah, and I think that's probably indicative of the way the campaign's been fought. Yeah. We yeah. we probably are getting sort of more of the same from the Liberal yes. Party, which is which is fair. Like that's their that's their right as an incumbent to just say we're gonna keep doing what we're doing. Yes. But a lot of the policy has come out of one side of this election and these companies, you know, if, if everything stays the same, then they're not that interesting to talk about. There's plenty of companies we didn't talk about that will just keep on ticking along. But yeah, they, the policy changes, you know, some will get hurt like private health insurance, some will do quite well for themselves like the childcare sector. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's really just indicative of where the policy is coming from. Well, pending the time that we release this episode on Monday, markets will either be open or closed, but it'll be exciting to see who wins and what impact it has on the stocks that we've mentioned over the last 20 minutes. So I might throw something up on Instagram to give a bit of a comparison of the before and after, particularly in some of those uh, ones you were talking about, Ren, you know, in, in childcare and, and uh, the, the private healthcare sector. So, yeah, enjoy the rest of the campaign trail. Hopefully the after party doesn't get too carried away tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see what the result is You are is known first. to have a, a, a beer or two. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but unless you've got anything else to add, Ren, have a good weekend. I think, yeah? I think probably the last thing we should say is that at the end of the day, all of these policy changes won't make up for a bad company. The best regulatory environment in the world can't prop up a terrible company and even a tough regulatory environment, good companies can still do quite well. So while these changes will have an effect and will change the future prospects of these companies, it won't be, you know, it's not It's not the biggest factor and it's definitely not the only factor. So, you know, if you have a thesis that private health insurance in Australia is a good long-term investment, 
don't throw the baby out with the bathwater just because Labor will be capping their premium rises over the next two years. If it's a good company, it's still a good company, whoever wins on Saturday. That's a good caveat, Ren. Yeah, very important to, to remember that. So as always, Ren, great to talk stocks with you. Um, all the best for the weekend and we will chat next week. Sounds good. Equity mates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. This is general advice only. Please speak to a financial professional to understand how it may pertain to your individual situation. Equity mates. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is useful. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.